Welcome to what I suppose you might call the season finale, episode 12 of the Ilkley Lockdown podcast. I'm Ian Smith. In each episode, I've talked to a different person from in or around Ilkley, asking them about how the COVID-19 crisis has changed the world for them, and have heard their stories of how they've dealt with the challenges that it has brought. In this final episode, I talked to Claire Hunsdorfer, who runs the Little Tea House in Ilkley. She shares how it felt to close the doors of her business when the lockdown began, just before a fully booked out Mother's Day, and tells the story of how she changed the way she serves her customers, and how that's led to a cream tea in a box. Here's my conversation with Claire. So Claire, thank you very much for joining me. Well, thank you very much, Ian, for having me. It's a pleasure. So... I always start off for the benefit of listeners with the two really basic questions. So who are you and what do you do? Well, I'm Claire. I own and run the Little Tea House in Ilkley. At the Little Tea House, we believe in brightening a person's day by delivering fantastic, friendly customer service in our little oasis of calm, which is in the centre of Ilkley. We make and prepare delicious breakfasts, lunches, cakes, scones, afternoon teas. Uh, We're open seven days a week and I've had the business now about nine years. Oh wow, so uh, that's a lot of days brightened I hope. I hope so, yes, yeah. (laughs) So obviously the restaurant industry has been really, really affected by the COVID-19 crisis. How have things changed for you since it started? Things have changed hugely since it started. Um, Back on the I think it was the 20th of March, the Prime Minister told us in the press conference that that day we had to close, which we did. It was actually just ahead of Mother's Day weekend, so it was a Friday before Mother's Day weekend. We had quite a number of people booked in for Mother's Day afternoon teas. I think we were just about about full on the Sunday anyway. So when we heard the news, I had to ring round and speak to the various people who'd booked in to enjoy the afternoon tea experience and offer them a gift voucher or or whatever it was that they would like instead of coming for for afternoon tea. I then sent a message round to all of the staff. We've got um, at least a dozen members of staff who work at the tea house, letting them know that obviously we we had to close. And then I also knew that I had a a tea room kitchen full of tasty home-baked goodies. Of course. That didn't want to, to go to waste. So I knew that... I would be allowed to sell the cakes and the quiches and the goodies as a takeaway service. So on the Saturday, I went down to the tea house, having put it on Facebook and other social media forms that, you know, you could come down to the tea house and pick up some bargains, really. All these um, lovingly baked cakes that we'd, we'd made and uh, everything else. So we, we actually, within, I think, two hours, we sold everything that we'd made for Mother's Day weekend through takeaway. Goodness me. Yeah, it was it was quite a shock, although I knew it was coming because obviously we keep in touch with the news. I think in the week prior to being told that we had to close, customers were told not to visit places like us. So we were very quiet and it wasn't actually very helpful that because people were being told not to, to visit us, yet we hadn't been told to close. So it came as a bit of a relief as well. Yeah, Staff were all furloughed immediately. So that, that was a huge weight off my shoulders knowing that um, the staff were going to be looked after, at, at least financially, yeah. going through this. So they were all furloughed, so it left just me. So once I'd done the cake sale on the Saturday morning, I deep cleaned the tea house, 
and locked the door and walked away. Didn't really know quite what what to think or what to do. Of course. My life had gone from really working very hard and on and, and all hours to um, to not really having a great, de- <laughs> a great deal to do. And that came as quite a shock. Like I said, I've had the business now going on nine years and it has been really quite full on in that time. Yeah, I'm sure. So I think it was maybe for a, a week or two, just tied up loose ends, enjoyed the spring weather. And then I think I got a message or a phone call out of the blue from somebody asking if I would be able to deliver some scones to um, to his mother in one of the care homes in Ilkley. Oh. And I thought, well, yeah, absolutely I can. Um, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> doing very much else and, and, and knew that I had all the ingredients and what have you still down at the tea house. So I thought, well, if I'm doing it, doing it for them, I would put a message out on Facebook and say, you know, if anybody else would like any scones delivering, I'm out and about on, I can't remember what afternoon it was, delivering, please, please let me know. And I had a good response to that, actually. And um, yeah, I made, I made a few batches and, and delivered them. And it sort of spiraled from there. So then each week, for a couple of weeks, I put a message out, you know, if anybody w- would like any scones delivering, cream scones with jam and cream, to let me know. And the uptake was huge. A lot of people wanting to buy them for other people as little gifts and, and ways of saying that people are thinking about others in this real time of crisis in lockdown. And I did that for a couple of weeks. It was just gone to begin with. And then um, people said, well, is there anything else you can do? You know, <laughs> what else could you make? What else could you bake? So I've, I've put together a little menu, uh, maybe of, of maybe half a dozen different things and that I could that I could do. This was all done really on social media. And then I put a notice in the window at the tea house saying, please let me know if you'd like any of these things making and delivering. And the uptake was, was huge, really. And it increased from there. Each, each week, I post a different menu of all the popular things that we serve at the tea house and ask for orders to be placed by Thursday so that I can deliver them on a Saturday. It's been great. To begin with, it was really overwhelming, actually, how, how many people wanted to support us. I'm sure. It, it was fantastic. And, and having that little bit of extra time that I have currently got has allowed me time to think about and put into action some, an idea that I had a little while ago, which was to offer an afternoon tea in a box, oh. uh, which I launched a few weeks ago. And I've had a bit of press coverage for that. And, and again, that's been phenomenal, the, the uptake. I think it's helped by having such a great spring in terms of the weather. Well, it's been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. Absolutely. So, yep. So we, we've got this delivery. I say we it, it, at the moment. It's just, I'm just so used to saying we. It's just me at the minute. But um, I'm, I've got this menu that I deliver um, once a week. Plus, I've got the afternoon teas, which are keeping me busy. Oh, that's amazing. And if I, after this conversation, can manage to resist immediately <laughs> trying to get hold of a, an afternoon tea to eat, I, I'll have done very well, I feel. <laughs> yeah. Making me yeah. hungry. In terms of uh, an afternoon tea in a box, can you describe what that's like? Yes, of course. So it's a selection of finger sandwiches, a homemade quiche, an individual quiche, one of these uh, homemade fruit scones that I make with uh, jam and cream, a French macaroon and a cupcake. I've learned how to ice cupcakes so they look pretty as well. So that's (laughs) one of of the new skills that I've learned uh, during lockdown because it's not something that I spend a great deal of time doing at the tea house actually I, I spend most of my time front of house serving customers yeah. rather than in the kitchen 
Mm. Um, so think that things have changed quite a bit that way as well. You mentioned about learning new skills. What do you think is the biggest thing you've learned during this time period? The biggest thing for me is probably um, to slow down. I do work a lot of hours ordinarily. I do have a lot to fit in in my day. Uh, but, but for me personally, it's to being to slow down and to spend a bit more time thinking, mm. allow myself time to think has allowed me to generate this new new business idea, which is the the afternoon tea in a box, which yeah. I just haven't had time to do before now. So just just to slow down. And I think that's so important. And do, do you have a plan about how you'll maintain that when things go back to more normal? Yeah, we've got a fabulous team who work at the tea house. Um, like I said, there's, there's upwards of, of a dozen members of staff. Mm. And I think the art of delegation perhaps is something that I need to improve. And I, I even think that the higher level team who I work with at the tea house would, would appreciate that and um, mm. would agree with me that, yes, perhaps I do need to improve my delegation skills yeah. a little bit. Some of my team members have worked quite a number of years now. So mm. um, they certainly understand the tea house and understand how we want it to operate and um, understand our little mission that we have of trying to brighten a person's day. Yeah, wonderful. So there's been a ton of changes, obviously, in terms of what you've just been describing, but in the world more generally as well, there have been lots and lots of changes over this, this period. What new things, whether it's in your life or in the world at large, do you hope will continue afterwards? I certainly hope that people will continue to be kinder to one another yeah. and not to just not to be so judgmental of each other. Mm. From a local level, I would really hope that people don't forget the little businesses that have helped during this time. So you've got the, just off the top of my head, you've got the florists and the pubs that have uh, adapted their business, mm. stocking and selling vegetable boxes. You've got the butcher who started selling flour when they realized that their customers couldn't pick up flour. And you've got the restaurants who've started takeaway businesses and, and, and fully adapted into a takeaway yeah. line of business. So I really hope that people don't forget forget those businesses that help them out during this time. And to really realize that Ilkley has so much to offer that actually you don't really need to travel that far to get what you need. It's probably on your doorstep. I think that's really, really important, actually, that, that sense of place. Yeah. You've got a high street and it has independent retailers and shops on there. And yeah. Yeah. That, that is a thing that has value, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. A very firm believer in that. Yeah. Yeah. I believe there's a lot of work that can be done in terms of collaboration between businesses as well. I think, uh, I think that could be improved um, yet further as we come out of lockdown, that businesses work together a little bit more than perhaps they did before we went into lockdown. Yeah, that would be, uh, be a great outcome. It would. So when things are more relaxed, and we're now getting the picture of this kind of phased process and all the rest of it that's that's going on. What thing have you really missed being able to do that you as soon as you can you're just going to go and do it right away? What will I do right away? Well, <laughs> I will fling open the doors of the tea house yes. and welcome our customers back because the tea house is incredibly quiet. It's really horrible. We used to a team of of people working there. Um, I don't know if you've ever been, but we're on the three floors, so there's the, the mm. stairs and, and, and an energetic team of, of workers there. And then we're usually full of customers and there's a great atmosphere. 
at the tea house and I, I think that's what I'm missing most is having the customers there creating this this lovely atmosphere yeah. so the first thing I'll do is open the door and welcome anybody and everybody who wants to come back to visit us again really we're missing we're missing our customers from a personal level I'm missing spending time quality time with my family I've got two very young nephews and all I want to do when I see them is give them a big hug and just can't do that at of the moment course. and it, that's really really hard you wouldn't be alone in wanting to go out and uh, and hug a family member I think uh, a few people have, have mentioned mm. mentioned yeah. that yeah yes definitely I'm sure it is difficult especially with children because they can't you know below yeah. a certain age it's hard for them to understand they, they can't understand no no they can't I've got a two and a two and a half year old and uh a six-month-old nephew, and um, yeah, it is. It's very difficult. Indeed. Well, it only remains, Claire, to say thank you very, very much indeed for doing this. Well, thank you, Ian. Thank you very much for having me, and I hope there's something of interest there for you. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I'm. I'm sure, and and I think it's really helpful for people to understand how it's been for somebody that owns a customer-facing business that's been so heavily impacted. And actually, maybe encouraged by the the way in which your business has still been able to do things despite the lockdown. So I think that's great. Well, yeah, yes, it's only been able to do these things by having the support the, the support of our customers who place the orders. So yeah, it's worked well. Fantastic. Thanks again to Claire for a great conversation. Look in the links for the episode to find more information about some of what we discussed. In the event of a new season, the best way to find out about it would be to download the Apple or Google Podcasts app on your phone, search for Ilkley Lockdown and hit the subscribe button. We're on Spotify too, so subscribe to us there if that's more your thing. I'd love to know what you thought of the Ilkley Lockdown podcast project. Do me a favour and post your thoughts on our Facebook page, which you can find at facebook.com slash Ilkley Lockdown or our Twitter account at Ilkley Lockdown. Thanks again, not only to all my podcast guests, but also to all of you listeners for making this project into such a pleasure to work on. Bye for now.